I'm Lexi Broder. I am from Dead Dog Drums. I'm here with Sam on this week's episode of Witch Police Radio. Alright, uh, you're listening to Witch Police Radio. I'm your regular host, Sam, and today I'm here with Lexi from Dead Dog Drums. What's going on? Not much. Um, so, I guess the first thing I wanted to ask you just right off the hop is whenever I think of drum, any instrument being made, I have this idea. I mean, I joke that it's like, oh, 300-year-old elves <laughs> yeah. doing it overnight, but like, I do think of it as something that is these companies that are like hundreds of years old and there's all this uh, you know long tradition and some 70-year-old guy tinkering away like... But it's just, you know, all these guitar companies especially are are ancient, like they've been around for 200 years. And so the idea of young people actually making their (laughs) own instruments is is really cool. So um, I guess, like, can you just give me some background on the drum company and what you guys do? Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, it started um, back when my now husband, uh, when we first started dating, he was a drummer for the Afterbeat and uh, he was playing a lot of shows at the time and... uh, realizing that nothing really sounded the way he ever wanted it to. So he would tinker around, and then it kind of started, escalated from there, where he started doing repairs on other people's okay. drums. So Just like from his, his own experience of playing, kind of? Yeah. yeah. Um, he learned how to like cut the shells down, so if people wanted a tom made into a snare. Oh, um, cool. He learned how to do edges on the drums as well. And uh, just little bits and pieces. It, it came out of time, and it was, it was a huge learning curve for him, too. Like... He didn't just, he, obviously, no one's a master at yeah, what they do right yeah, away. For sure, for sure. And uh, so I remember one day approaching him, he was really pissed off about a kitty or a snare he had. And I said, well, why don't, you're so passionate about it. Yeah. And he is. And I said, why don't you start doing this yourself? And uh, no, no, no. And and his, his straight up quote was, there's no market for that in Winnipeg. Right. And we left it at that. Right. About two weeks later, he came to me and said, I think I'm going to start doing this. And I encouraged it the whole way, and then it became like the small little projects, yeah. make snares for friends, to, holy shit, we might actually be able to do something here. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, when we, our first our first snare drum we ever made was for the Creep Show's drummer. Oh, cool. And That's uh, fairly high profile for a first, like, I mean, they're decently popular. Yeah, yeah, like, they, uh, they were coming through, and uh, he, he was the first guy we reached out to, really, Sandro, and... Uh, between him and another fellow in the city, Brendan Scott, who's a fairly well-known drummer for, like, uh, back in the day, Moments of Brilliance and Crisis Jane and stuff like that. So uh, he was kind of our guinea pig as well. Okay. And um, so that that basically started it all, and it's just escalated since. And how many people are actually doing it now? Is it two or three of you now? Or? There's three of us in total. Okay. Uh, so it's Chris and I, and just this, about maybe four months ago, we initiated a new member into okay. our, our family, uh, Ian. So he's kind of our woodworking guy, and he's helped us design our new badge and everything. So cool. he's a super loved member of the clan cool. now. So how do you go from like just hobbies to actually... Make, I mean, I'm just assuming it's like any other small business starting up. You have a lot of uh, stuff you've never dealt with before. But I mean, especially with something like this, uh, I'm just turning at drums that no one can see. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, it's... I don't know, instruments are very... Especially for professional musicians, is very specialized. They want everything to be a certain way. Yes. I mean, are you mostly working with people kind of on an individual basis who are looking for something they, like very particular, or are you just kind of making? Here's your sound of a drum. Like, is there like a, a dead dog sound that exists? Yeah, or? yeah. And actually, we're a little bit from column A and a little bit from column B. Like, we started as 
describing ourselves as a custom drum company. So you come to us, you want whatever you want, that's cool, we'll make it for you. And that served a purpose for us in the beginning. And then it became more of, we don't so much want to just put out a product, to put out a product because somebody wants it. It became more of a, we really want to take pride in what we do and make a sound very unique and very much our own. Yeah, that's cool. So we sort of slowly started to weed out without making it like public and a big deal. Like no more paint. Like we don't paint our drums. Uh, We don't do wraps. We don't do anything like that. So we like to stick to the classic vintage lake, uh, natural stains, that whole thing. Um, Our shells are made at a specific diameter as well that we keep. Um, So there is a sound we're going for um, that we have felt we've merged into that column now. So um, yeah, we started off one way and and a lot of people, I mean, this is kind of the in thing now, right? The vintage, totally, look, yeah. the nostalgia yeah. look. And also the DIY, like people buying from small companies yeah. doing it themselves by hand and all that stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's huge. So we're we're rigging in on the, we're with the curve on that one. Like yeah, just yeah. slowly moving with the... Totally. Yeah. So is it, I mean, the, the, the actual sound of them, is it kind of geared towards any particular styles of music? I mean, is there certain kinds of drummers who would be more interested in what you guys are doing than, than others? Or, I mean, is it really just kind of... It's a super versatile product. Um, we, we made it that way. Yeah. Um, we use so many different kinds of woods that appeal to different people. Like our, our drummers can come to us and be like, this is the sound I'm looking for. What right. do you suggest? Like a lot of people come to us looking for advice and depending on their sound, we can direct them in that type of wood. Um, however, we've got, we just sent a snare out with, uh, there's a there's a country guy. I'm not a big country person. Right. I have no idea, but his name's Gord Bamford. Okay, yeah, I've heard of that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the he, name's familiar. I don't know. What like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Familiar, yeah. <laughs> uh, we just met up with his drummer uh, last time we were there through town, and we sent him. It's like a beechwood snare. Okay. It's already been used on three records. Cool. And he's in love with it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but then our stuff's used with the likes of the Creep Show. Right, which is a very different stylistic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Everclear, Gob, like, it, it it really does bounce around a lot, which is what we're going for, and uh, what we really, we like to have that, um, we like that our snare can be used in any type of, versatile, like, it's super versatile, yeah. and the other thing is, uh, for studios, we really like to gear towards a studio fashion of things, okay. um, that's a new direction we started taking recently as well. Not so much uh, going after drummers, per se. Right. Actually, going after producers and studios. Oh, and, and they'll use that as their drum set. That's in the, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So when we when we make our snares, we really have the studios in mind and what's going to sound wicked on a record. Right, right. Um, and we, I'm assuming that's different from what's going to sound good live? Is that, is that like a this subtle, maybe, distinction? Um, yeah. We just think it would be more profitable in our favor doing right. that... Um, it reaches more people. So if a producer gives the okay to a snare and goes, Holy shit, that sounds amazing. Yeah. He's gonna when when his bands are coming through in volumes, he'll be like, Use this, it sounds great on a record. Right, and you get to hear your own drums on records, right. which is, probably helps with the yeah. getting the word out too, right? I mean, exactly, yeah. yeah. And uh, whereas um, like the first kit we ever made, um, the first big thing it was played at was Edgefest in Toronto. It's pretty big. That's yeah. huge. Big yeah, and we were stoked. Thirty thousand people, forty thousand yeah. people. Uh, like we didn't get a call from it. 
And it's because when people go to festivals and you see it in a live setting, I don't feel kids or musicians or people are as attracted to it because there's so much to distract you, right? right? They're probably not even paying attention to what it says on the drum. It's just like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So when it's, when it's in the studio and people can actually reflect and realize the quality of product it is, yeah, yeah. we feel like at the end of the day that, that benefits us a lot more. Cool. Well, I don't want this to sound like an infomercial. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. But, like, yeah. but like, as far as I've, you know, I, I have played drums badly, but I've, play, but I've played other instruments and bands and everything. And I mean, basically what I've always gone for is the cheapest thing that doesn't break. So, I mean, yeah. this is, like, a, obviously a bit higher end than what I'm used to using. <laughs> yeah. And if you're using actual studios and kind of just, like, get recorded the tape deck, it's very very different. But it is, it is really cool to see people locally doing stuff like this. Yeah. And, I mean, the fact that it's getting out there to things like Edgefest and some of these bigger name bands yeah. is super cool. Yeah. So, do you make the, the full kits or just specific drums? Uh, we've made a couple kits. Uh, we, we've made two really big kits. So, well, the one that was played is for USS out of Toronto. Um, the other one we made for a uh, studio in Kelowna that oh, just cool. opened. Okay. So we did that. Those are the two, but we really started sticking towards snares now, just because it's a lot more. It's a lot easier to sell and to network right. with, with just a snare, right. especially with drummers that are already endorsed. Right. Um, yeah, they already have to use. Yeah, okay, yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So. Well, I guess that's a very distinct part of a kit, too, right? I mean, I guess... I guess yeah, like, you yeah. You can recognize certain people's snare sounds. Oh, like, yeah. Like, totally, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, we, we found it a lot easier. And, and I, I just feel people are more attracted to a snare. Also, a lot of drummers, musicians, you know, many of them lack cash flow, too. Of course, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, kits are a lot more difficult to sell. Well, yeah, and I guess if it's, especially if it's a custom thing, right, too, right? Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, a unique drum case probably going to cost a lot more than just going down to the pawn shop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. Like this sweet kit. <laughs> well, um, I do have more questions for you about this, of but uh, if people haven't listened to the show before, the way this works is we have a randomly generated theme word. I basically hit a button on the computer, it shoots the word over to us, and that word kind of dictates the flow of the conversation. Not really, but we like to assume it does. And uh, the word that came out this week is duck. Sweet. Which, you know, is pretty good. <laughs> I don't know if you had any difficulty finding any songs that... Oh my through. god, did I? Did you? Okay. <laughs> a little well, bit. What was the first thing that... Do you want, do you want to play one right now? What was the first... Uh... Sure. Uh, well, being such an avid hockey fan, the, the first song that uh, I came up with, with, trying to think outside the box, was the Anaheim Ducks goal song. Oh, nice. Which happens to be, more fittingly, Broham by Pennywise. That's right. I remember doing the playoffs. I, every time I heard that, I was like, what are they <laughs> yeah. doing? Yeah. Why is Broham playing? That is... I mean, it makes sense... Uh, it took me a while to make the connection that Pennywise is obviously from that part of <laughs> yeah. California. So but super weird. Yeah, it's a great song. Let's check it out.
to all those who work with us too long. Life's the most precious thing you can do. While you were here, the fun was never ending. I know it's Broham by Pennywise, and yeah, it makes sense with the ducks thing. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it does seem really almost inappropriate though because it's about the guy, the guy's brother dying, right? Isn't yeah. it? Isn't it about him killing yep. himself or something? Yeah. yeah, which is really strange for like, hey, it's not very weird. Yeah, we scored. Yeah, he's dead. Like, it's weird. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's I guess that's makes sense like as a goal song I guess because it's got the big sing along like almost like soccer stadium kind yeah, of chorus and everything. yeah it's got the chant that yeah. everyone gets everyone pumped up right and anyone can sing along if, whether they heard the song or not yeah. in two seconds so. oh yeah yeah yeah. that's a song you don't forget for sure too so yeah. that's awesome but yeah it's the, it's the duck theme <laughs> I like the hockey connection that's, yeah. that's good too oh yeah always make a hockey connection and that, that kind of I mean we should maybe bring up the you have a podcast about hockey or I don't know if it's just about hockey or uh, <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be just about hockey okay um, I do I started a podcast few months ago um it's because when i get together with this one friend of mine he's like my big brother and uh him and i would always go out have a few drinks and then we we start bantering hockey back and forth yeah. and we're really good at that and finally one day i you know i, I thought the other day i'm like oh I, i'm so passionate about hockey myself right. um that i thought about starting a blog doing this writing yeah uh then became, you know, this would be a lot more fun if I had someone else involved. Yeah, and you can't really do that when you're writing other than, like, send emails back and forth or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. And if, or I'm, you know, rambling to myself and seem like a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I had no 
better person to ask other than Kevin, and he jumped right on board. So we started that. It's called Triple Deke Podcast, and we made the, again, the Mighty Ducks reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Triple Deke. So uh, that's going really well. Um, we do a lot of rambling. We talk sports, but it it is based around hockey. So cool. that, that, that makes sense. I mean, for uh, I feel like... The ability for everyone to make podcasts is super awesome right now. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot... It means there's a lot of awful ones, too, but, like... Just that, <laughs> yeah. Even the, for, for, like, every thousand terrible podcasts, there's, like, you know, maybe a hundred that are great. Yeah. And it's the fact that people can just, I mean, sit in a room and hit record and make a podcast about something is always really cool. So, yeah. I, mean, I mean, if you're, you know, a big hockey fan, it makes sense to... Yeah. It's neat it. to have that... The ability to express people's interests in a way that... Yeah. You make it social so quickly, and with... The joy yeah. of the internet now, like you, you get yourself out there. Like, I'm reading um, Jay Onright's book right now oh, yeah, yeah. Um, from Sports Center. Him and Dan O'Toole. And well, it was an Anchor Boy or something. Was anchor yeah, Boy, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's absolutely amazing. And he's a very, very funny man. And uh, well, that guy's podcast is super successful too. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. And and they well, they're down in the states now. They work for Fox Sports. Yeah, it still seems weird that they work for. I know yeah, yeah. it doesn't seem right. <laughs> But uh, he talked about, in one of his latest episodes, um, about how easy it is. And, like, kids, you want to be a broadcaster, you want to be a journalist. Yeah. All you have to do, like, lock yourself in a room for a day. Watch hockey games or football, any sports yeah. games yeah. that people talk about that you've never actually seen. Do your research, become a sports philosopher. Yeah. And basically, then just write about it. Yeah. Be a nerd. Go for it. And then with because of the joys of the internet, all that's available at your fingertips. Everyone can do it totally. Yeah. You don't have to you don't have any training. I mean, like I went to journalism school, I worked as a reporter for years. I don't anymore because the newspaper business went to crap, but like yeah. this is like you know, I do this now. Yeah. But I don't even need that. You don't even need that background <laughs> to do this. I mean you don't need to have any kind of journalism training whatsoever. No. And you can just sit down here. It's cool, it's very cool. So you but you're just I mean, this is a new podcast, right? You're only a good Ten or so episodes in, or less. Or? Yeah, about eight. Okay. Eight now. Yeah, so it is fairly new. So we're still building. Um, anyone who has listened to it, like, please don't judge us too harshly. <laughs> we we are still trying to like work out all the kinks and yeah. get a flow going. So, but it's fun. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been getting a good response from people? Like, who people who are listening? Or yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, or just there's some dead space right, or right, something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we are. Um, we have. We always joke on most episodes, you know, we've got, we got, we got eight bands. Right. Uh, the same, the same people. It's great. Like people find us funny. Yeah. Um, it, we try, um, it's a nice way for us to sort of get out all of our, our hockey anger and sports <laughs> anger and, and whatnot and just laugh and have a good time. Like it's something I look forward to every week and you know, people want to, their weekly update of sports news, especially in the summer. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of trades that have been happening. Like, it has been kind of a busy few weeks in the hockey world, surprisingly. Yeah, so, well, the uh, draft and all that, too. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, there's always something to talk about. And I guess, you know, nothing too harsh yet. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah. I guess that's a that's a good sign. Are, are you guys going to be, like, trying to get guests on or anything in the future? Like, are you going to try to get hockey players or anything like that? Or? Yeah, we actually talked about that last episode. Because uh, we, we, do, we do phone calls. Yeah, um, I noticed that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, we do phone calls that we have. And uh, that's... <laughs> that's a lot of fun um but we thought come the new season we will start reaching out to a few hockey people hockey people hockey players yeah, yeah. um maybe some people in the hockey business journalism world maybe even cool and uh just friends and family it'd be nice to have like how you do it like actually have people come and yeah 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 talk to them one-on-one -on -one. i think 
that would be really neat. So that's something to look forward to probably cool. in the fall. But you're going to keep, you guys are, are dedicated to it? It's going to keep Oh running. yeah. Oh yeah. We're, awesome. we're set now. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Well, um, I'm going to pick a song now. I do want to talk to you more about the drums, but I figured we'd have my hockey. Of it was course, a good way to segue into well. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, I guess the first thing I'm going to pick is uh, when I thought of Duck, I initially had absolutely no idea what it was to play. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember having this record. It's, uh, it's called Duck Dance. It's... Um, this bizarre um, dance hall wow. record I got is from 80, 88, and it's a one rhythm album. Like um, back in the, well, they still do it now, but it was a very big thing back then. Uh, they would do dance hall albums where it would be just the single, like single instrumental, with like 10 guys doing vocals over it. So it's right. basically difficult to listen to from start to finish because it's the same beat over and over again, just right. with different, different vocals. And uh, they, they sell them for super cheap, and it's basically just a way for the people who produce the beat to get, get it out there That's and for so DJs neat. to play it and stuff. So they all have terrible covers. <laughs> and this one particularly has like this Donald and Daisy Duck cover, which yeah. is clearly not licensed in any way. <laughs> no. And um, it's drawn pretty quickly. <laughs> and I just thought it was really cool. It's cute, though. Yeah, it's, and it's got the DuckTales writing. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that writing, actually, that font is on a lot of dancehall stuff, like a lot of Jamaican stuff really? from this time period used the same kind of font. Neat. And yeah, it's all these weird hand drawn things. And usually. I kind of avoid them because a lot of the time it's, it is, I mean, it's basically you get it for one song really because you can't yeah. listen to the same instrumental over and over Cool, yeah. That'd be a long But uh, there's a couple, this one I bought, I found it at Valley Village actually and uh, I think people just didn't know what it was and I saw it there and I'm like, holy crap, there's a rhythm album. <laughs> like, so I bought it and uh, I mean, there's some bad stuff on there, there's some good stuff on there but my favorite track on there is called DJ of the Year. It's by an artist called Horseman and he's uh, actually getting more popular now than he was back in the 80s. He's, from, he's based in the UK. He's Jamaican, he's based in the UK, and he's kind of lately um, getting on a lot of tracks with kind of younger up-and-coming reggae bands and stuff, like cool. there's a band called The Skints yep. that uh, he toured with, and he did a couple tracks with them as well lately, and he's like an older guy now, but this is some stuff he did when he was, like, this is like 20, 20 years oh, ago, yeah. so like 30 years ago, right? So, 30, yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, DJ of the Year by Horseman, and it's on the Duck Dance Room. Halt! Who goes there? Horseman! Ruff! Now we see crowd of people, cause you know one pass around and say that ball say must be looting and stitching. And the next pass around and say say must be at my daily. Come now, come now. Ragamuffin and the DJ for the earth. Yes, the ragamuffin get the DJ for the Come again, come again. Ragamuffin and the DJ for the earth. Yes, the ragamuffin and the DJ for the earth. Come now. Me say them give the crown to hard moral. Be a little victory over looting and stitching. Some in the back of chat about a robbery, but that done gone down in a history. So ragamuffin at the DJ for the year. Yes, the ragamuffin get the DJ for the Come again, come again. Ragamuffin at the DJ for the year. Yes, the ragamuffin at the DJ for the year. Come now. Me said the first time Admiral Bailey strike goal was when him flash a two name two-year-old. Now him gonna lead and stitch you realize that you draw for your two name. Where your size, but that didn't move the big belly belly counter. Right away with the punani So ragamuffin at the DJ for the year Yes, the ragamuffin get the DJ for the year Lord, ragamuffin at the DJ for the year Yes, the ragamuffin get the DJ for the year Watch out, me said stitch you get vexed and drop big broad hips But had moral smile with the arsenic Him said the arsenic make a flash my lyrics Yes, arsenic make a flash them quicker Me not stop DJ till a DJ get sicker And any DJ test me off a short circuit So ragamuffin at the DJ for the year, yes, the ragamuffin at the DJ for the come again, come again, ragamuffin at the DJ for the year, yes, the ragamuffin at the DJ for the year, watch out, no stitches, say it's alright, no story, 
time At my lick that physics with news flash time Come to kitchen touch down it's getting hotter and hotter Straight your life dirt all summer don't remember Stitchy say Admiral me and you are brother Admiral say yes Stitchy watch ya Me the danger Ragamuffin not the DJ for the year Yes the Ragamuffin get the DJ for the Come again come again no Ragamuffin not the DJ for the year Yes the Ragamuffin not the DJ for the year Come now Now we touch on in the last month that's December Every DJ have to make sure hot like pepper We soon find out who can take the pressure So lyrics start to flash like when I sit in a fire Stitchy draw and not DJ dance say make them come Admiral hold him on the post and say you think me they done Admiral get the Grammy and then get the gold cup Put the high soup on the cake Every pass he jump up Jump up, jump up Every pass he jump up Jump up, jump up Every pass he jump up The ragamuffin of the DJ for the year Yes, the ragamuffin of the DJ for the Come again, come again Ragamuffin of the DJ for the year Yes, the ragamuffin get the DJ for the year Watch it now Stitchy never cuss No stitchy never swear Him say Admiral Agwen this year, you know how do you win the competition? Me no care. Me still a come on TV doing the rest right there. The ragamuffin not the DJ for the year. Yes, the ragamuffin get the DJ for the. Come again, come again, the ragamuffin not the DJ for the year. Yes, the ragamuffin get the DJ for the year. Watch now. She get the record and the video appear and said, Admiral, I only wish party up and steer. No Admiral laugh and say, You can have your fun. You should have lucky that the Admiral never do none. Ragamuffin, not the DJ for the year. Yes, the Ragamuffin, get the DJ for the Lord. Ragamuffin, not the DJ for the year. Yes, the Ragamuffin, not the DJ for the year. Come now, come and say, Rock them, Admiral, rock them, Lord. Them Admiral skank them I miss a move them Admiral move them I miss a stamp them Admiral stamp them No God bless Admiral Bailey Yes God bless the one King Jamie No God bless the loot Alright we're back That was uh, DJ of the Year by Horseman From the Duck Dance Rhythm And yeah I mean like The whole record is that With different yeah. vocals So it's, 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 it's hard I, I can't do it And I often see these Like for uh, online for super cheap because yeah. it's kind of compilations and I see the list of artists like oh this would be great but then I think about it and oh this is going to be the same thing the for, same yeah, thing so I might as well just buy like the single of the one song I want yeah. versus, you know, versus that but, but that's really cool I've never seen anything like that before yeah it's really, I, I'm almost surprised they don't do it for I mean I guess a lot of genre, genres doesn't make sense but you think for hip hop or something they could do the same thing like, oh definitely it doesn't exist though as far as I know yeah but it's very specific to reggae but I don't know I mean that's like that was pretty decent and Horseman is cool but Maybe like a few years before that, maybe five or six years before that is kind of my sweet spot for for dance hall. Like the, the oh, early yeah. 80s stuff is, I, I can I can listen to that all day. It was like, booming back then. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, that kind of stuff. But this is cool too, and like uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a really weird record to find. Just a very strange, unique <laughs> thing. I mean, I looked it up online. I think it's you can buy it for like a buck, you know, if yeah. you order it from eBay or something. But it's, it's funny to a, know where it originated from. Like who had that originally? And yeah, I don't how know. it ended up in Value Village. <laughs> yeah, it's really strange. Well, I mean, I found a bunch of other stuff of this kind of era too at Value Village. Yeah. So maybe there's like some Jamaican guy who's <laughs> just like, I don't need these anymore. Yeah. <laughs> just take them I'm off. over this. Yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> that happens sometimes though. I mean, especially with tapes. Like you go to Value Village and it'd be nothing, 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 and all of a sudden there's like. A treasure trove of 90s rap tapes, and it's like, well, someone just dumped their whole collection. Yeah, oh, that and must it's, happen a lot. It's the best, yeah. It's really cool. But, um, you make drums, so we should talk about drums some more. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so, like, you were saying that the, the, the third member of your team there, yes. uh, does a lot of the woodworking and stuff. Like, what, what, how is the work divided? Who does what? Um, well, he does the woodworking in the sense, like, we, we will give him a lot of stuff to, to do standing with okay. when, when we have the shells. So 
Um, our, our wooden shells, we do have made for us in the UK. Okay. So okay. We, we have a kid uh, who makes our... He's like five, slave labor, obviously. Um, he's a child. Yeah. No, um, he, he makes our shells, and he's absolutely amazing. So we, we basically give him, we'll, we'll make an order. Uh, here's what we want, the kind of woods, this is the okay. size. Um, you know, he does the whole cuts down the tree, makes the shell, oh, wow. and ships it to us. And Do you just order those kind of as you need them? or, or do you, Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we have ordered a couple just to have, like, like the one you're looking at right now. It's kind of our showcase one right now. Okay. That, um, so that one is a walnut um, that we've stained just a natural, uh, I, forget, I forget. It looks cool. Yeah, it it, it, I, I want to say it's actually a walnut, it's called walnut stain. Okay. So it kind of enhances the look of the wood. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that, we, we do have lying around. Uh, the, so the wood ones are made for us specifically. Um, we don't buy them in bulk, they're not made in China. Right, right. Um, and actually, all of our metal shells, too, so stainless, aluminum, copper, all that, we actually make here in Winnipeg. Oh, cool. And we play a part in handcrafting them ourselves. So how do you make that? I mean, I have no frame of reference at all for how you would actually make, like, turn metal into that. Like, what, what's the... Um, well, the sheets of metal come in she sheets. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're just, they're, they're steam-bent in a way. Okay. Um, and then welded together. So when we have our hands on it, like we sort of help shape them, make cool. sure all the creases are out, that the, the metal doesn't bubble or yeah, yeah, yeah. bend or crease. And the wood ones are made very much the same way. Cool. Um, yeah, steam bent, uh, slates of wood, just, yeah. So yeah. it's it's really neat. I absolutely love the fact that we're making our metal shells here in the city. Yeah, that's really cool, yeah. Yeah, um, I feel like it plays so much more of a pers personal effect and... Um, you know, if we were along the lines of a, a bigger company, that's not obviously unheard of. They all yeah. make their shells. But being as small as we are still um, and having that liberty, I think it's really special. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I kind of feel like, I mean, I don't know too much about drum companies, but guitar companies, I've heard of, you know, you hear occasionally of a few smaller ones and they seem to be yeah, very much based in a certain city and they do it all. They have a shop in that city, you know, it comes from that city's wood and everything in this. Yeah. I think that's a demand for that kind of thing. Like you were saying before with the kind of uh, throwback, sort of retro, yeah. handcrafted vibe that people get from it. It is, yeah. And uh, there are definitely, like, a lot of, like, the, the smaller guitar companies, those machines that they use, and, and for yeah. drums as well, too, like, those are, like, $100,000 machines, yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, um, for, for metal stuff, like, big CNC machines, those are... Those are really pricey too, you know, fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, right, right, right. This, that, and the other. So until we we have made some connections in the city that we do get to go and use a lot of machines oh, sometimes. Cool. Okay. Um, but when you see like all the drilling, um, all the edges on the shells, the placement, we all do that by cool. hand. So um, yeah, that that's all done by us. So the way your edges look or the way the diameter is. The placement of your hardware, all that fun stuff, yeah. the the stain, the everything else, the finish, that's all us. So That's really cool, yeah. And yeah, look, I mean I was gonna say they look super pro, but obviously they're <laughs> yeah. I mean, well we try. Yeah. And like that's our new badge design too. Um we have oh, those, the, the name label there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a bunch of those badges made and we get those done at Red River College actually. Oh cool. So yeah. So is the students making them or is it just uh, like the shop there? Or? Yeah, the the shop head guy. Oh cool, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so he, he kinda helps. So that's us another out. local connection too, right? That's yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And actually our third hand man Ian, he basically designed that badge for us. Cool. So uh 
we're there's only a couple drums with that one on, so we're super stoked to start introducing more and more. Yeah, that is really cool. How, so how did, when you when you first I mean the first few drums you made. Yeah. How did you actually? I mean, because you wouldn't have had you know a reputation as drum makers or anything. Right. How, how did you? Is there a word for drum makers? Is there an actual official uh, term or? Because no guitar no. isn't it like luthiers or something for guitar makers. Oh, like, is there a drum? There must be something, right? <laughs> there must be, but. Uh... I don't know. Okay. <laughs> when you first became drum makers and without having a previous reputation, how did you get them? I mean, how did you get someone to actually go, okay, I'll try this out? Like, um, A lot of our friends. So our right, drummer right. friends in the city. Right. You I know, mean, I guess, yeah, you know, with, with Chris having made bands. And, is he still playing bands or? Uh, cover bands. Oh, yeah. So yeah. still using instruments, right? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. 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 He still plays, he still uh, does cover band gigs every weekend. Okay. Um, a lot of, you know, our musician friends, a lot of our drummers, it's kind of, here, you're playing a show at the park this weekend. Try this I made this. Would you try it? And I don't think anyone's ever said no. You right. know? Well, yeah, who's going to turn on a free drum to use right now? Yeah, there. exactly. And uh, so so we've had we've had a lot of luck doing that. And, uh, you know, props to, like, our friend Brendan, who is Brendan Scott, who's definitely put in his time bearing with us through all of it, uh, all of the different drums we've thrown at him at different yeah, gigs. Yeah. So. That's really neat. Cool. Uh, yeah. Did you have another song you wanted to pick with the duck theme? Yeah, I did. Um, I guess it's kind of dancey okay. uh, to go with your, your last Didn't house one. Song um, it was big a couple of years ago. A uh, band called, or group, Duck Sauce, and they had that song, Barbara Streisand. I don't even know if I know that. I mean, maybe maybe you want to hear it. I'll <laughs> yeah. It oh, man. And that's actually the first song, or I guess after Bro Him, the, yeah. the second song that came to my head. Cool. So. Yeah. Alright, let's check it out. Barbara right. Streisand. <laughs> uh, New York is the place of opportunities. If there is any place in this world that you want to come to, to be able to make it big, or to go after your dreams, it is New York City. Barbara Streisand. Streisand. Barbara 
thing is totally out of my yeah. over my head yeah half that stuff I don't even know what it is so but yeah it was, it was, it was catchy yeah I, I was never a big club goer either um, it was one of those things just I, I don't even know I, I wish I knew how I even heard that song I guess it was big throughout my friends go house right. parties yeah, 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 yeah. everyone's got it going and uh, I remember Duck Sauce the name and it was like Okay. It's, a good, it's a good name. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, yeah did yeah. the job. I remembered yeah. it. Yeah, so, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it fits the duck theme. So it's, there uh, you go. There's no wrong answers for the theme either. It's just like you could, you know, you could, it could have been like huge stretch and it still works. So. <laughs> yeah. As long as people can explain it, that's the only rule. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There. That's why I was like when I picked the like Broham, I was like Anaheim Ducks. That's a good good well, connection so, for yeah. sure. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So with the uh, with the drums, uh, I, I think you mentioned you kind of touched on this earlier, but like a lot of instrument companies will sponsor musicians or like they'll be the you know on the album you read the liner notes it'll be like so-and-so uses this kind of drumsticks yeah. kind of drums do you guys do anything like that or is that something you're planning on doing um we'd like to eventually uh when we start really turning a, a, a much better profit yeah i guess you yeah, you, you, yeah. You, you need the the disposable income to make sure that you, you can afford these musicians yeah um like the the only one we really have started uh was with uss when we gave matt our first kit we made okay um we made him our first kit ever and then he's currently uh we we built chris's own kit obviously with um it's a mahogany kit that we shipped off to matt as well so he's currently using that one uh that was used on the last mother mother tour throughout canada as well that's pretty high profile as well right? yeah yeah. that was super neat and like i said like they've done edge fest a few times with our stuff which meant a lot yeah Um, that's cool and the only other guy that we really keep sending stuff to is a snare uh uh sean winchester he was everclear's drummer so okay. he's okay. down in la and are they still a, around everclear is that still yeah, around? yeah yeah they they do a uh, they actually do a annual summer tour called summerland i think i heard about them it's like sugar Ray and stuff right yeah and all those bands like yeah, kind of, Six yeah. And right, right 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 yeah, yeah 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 so they're doing that and uh sean plays our snares religiously so we're, we're super stoked about that but that's huge that's a huge man like well they were at one point <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah everything yeah but uh so as far as endorsements go like when when, when we get because ki- we often get kids approach us right like yeah. oh will you endorse me it's like no um depending on i hate to say like 
not step, but like how successful you are, right. like how to show us like how much you're going to do for us. We'll often do things for at cost. Okay. For for certain musicians, it's not like some kid in the street down the street started a band. His first practice, hey yeah, yeah, drums, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, like we, we'll we'll do things for at cost, um, and then once hopefully we become. Um, much bigger and yeah. much more profitable, and then, then yeah, we'd love to do endorsements. We we love helping out the little man and the musicians, so we would totally do that. Well, it seems like a, a good fit too, especially with someone locally, right? Cause, I mean, you have all the local kind of elements anyway. Involved. Yeah, and there's so many musicians in Winnipeg. There is. And that's just it. Is uh, I was I was at uh, out at the Windsor the other night, and I was talking like a Torn and Two had just played their first show in two years, okay. and it was it was really neat to see them again and. So you know what Winnipeg's music scene I think is so underrated. It's crazy. Yeah. It's we have absolutely amazing talent in the city. The shows are unreal, the musicians are unreal, and I don't I, I, I think I don't think a lot of Canada knows that. No, I don't think so either. No, and uh, it's truly a shame, but I also feel very fortunate. So it's nice to be able to reach out to a lot of talented people in the city and, yeah. and trying to get them to play our drums, so that's neat. So at this point, is it mostly word of mouth? Like people, you know, someone has has one of your drums and then other drummers are hope it's that? Like, yeah, actually, I've been shocked at the amount that word of mouth actually works these days. Yeah. Um, well, now that we're in the future and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, well, I just felt like, you know, back when there was the not as much internet and social media, like yeah. no Facebook and um, word of mouth meant a lot. Yeah, totally. Um, and so when we started the business, I was looking, not, not to say it's not important, but I was looking really heavily on social networking. Yeah. Like, gotta push the Facebook, gotta push the Instagram. Make Visual is so important to people these days. And, uh, um, well, and you're making something that has a specific appearance, right? Yeah, so, yeah. appearance and, and sound too, right? Right, of course, yeah. And, uh, but we've had a lot of unexpected drummers approaches be like oh i heard you from so-and-so i'd love to try you out oh, cool. would you be willing to and it's like wow that's really neat and yeah, unexpected yeah. and i love being absolutely love being surprised like that so um yeah word, word of mouth and social networking if it wasn't for that we would definitely be nothing so yeah yeah well yeah. so you get i mean if someone even if it's like kind of a mid-level band or whatever if someone is using it does that do you, do you see a bump like in people contacting you if someone you know relatively high profile uses your drum or I mean is it is it that obvious to the average person that they're using your drum or like how does that well yes and no honestly I, we've had a lot of success just within the city yeah. and sort of medium profile like Canadian bands yeah, yeah yeah they they are the most dedicated um like the uh, the ones that tour constantly and like you, don't necessarily get the high, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I think the like the biggest one that keeps popping to my mind is uh, like Ten Second Epic. Okay. They disbanded last year, two years ago, or somewhere around there, and they've started a new band called Royal Tusk, and they're out of Edmonton. And I mean, they've got their fan base. Yeah. They've got them and their fans in Alberta, and they actually have quite a few friends here as well. And uh, it was their drummer who approached me a few months ago and said. Oh, I've heard, you know, I'm, we sort of met passing by at, uh, oh, that place on Market Avenue there, Union Sound Hall, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I've heard from so-and-so, I'd love to try it. And it's like, wow, it's all these consistent, reputable, talented musicians that yeah. aren't, you know, Slayer, or, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> someone, someone huge. huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, that being said, you know, the, the, 
the connections we do have of higher profile people are, I mean, they do a great job for us too. And we're, yeah, we're just stoked to have something with them. So we can't really ask for a whole lot more. We're, we're very fortunate. So cool. Yeah. Well, I've noticed that the past couple songs we played, uh, didn't have actual live drums and, uh, <laughs> so about drums. and I'm actually going to play one right now that also doesn't have live drums. <laughs> This may be kind of weird since we're talking to someone who owns a drum company, but uh, that's okay. Because <laughs> that's not fit the duck theme, right? It's not the drum theme. Yeah. So, so uh, the next thing I wanted to play was a local band, actually. Uh, Farm Fresh. Do you know Farm Fresh? I am not local, familiar. Winnipeg hip-hop band from like the early to mid-90s, um, made up of uh, Pipskid, McEnroe, and DJ Honeycutt. And it was uh, uh, yeah. kind of like the founding uh, group for Peanuts and Corn Records. And we actually have an episode coming out soon with all three members of this group. I wasn't actually oh. there for it, but two of the other guys who occasionally contributed, right. they did like a really epic length interview with these guys so oh, right about on. the history and stuff. And it's really like, this is one of the groups that kind of made me interested in hip-hop in the first place. Um, when, you know, when they were kind of around mid-90s, I was listening to punk and stuff and like grunge and everything. And yeah. it was not, rap was not something that I ever wanted yeah. to hear. It was just, I don't know, this is crap. It's garbage. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, anyone can do this. And because I didn't really know what it was. And I saw them play... At the rendezvous at a Rock Against Racism show with Propagandi and Malfaction and JFK and the Conspirators. And oh, it was like wow. an amazing, it was, it was I think, 90, must have been 96 or something. And uh, they played, and I remember thinking, like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I kind of get it now. I understand why people listen to rap. And then I, you know, caught up on all the stuff I had missed over the past, because that was like the prime period for listening to rap. Oh, right? yeah. And so I finally eventually caught up. But I mean, I re- always really liked Farm Fresh and, um, and kind of. By connection, I, I like Pipskid solo stuff. I like McEnroe solo stuff, all that. Yeah. But they have a song on their first tape uh, called Duck Duck Goose. And I thought, Duck. Perfect. That's perfectly. And this is actually <laughs> not... The, the, tape, the tape has now been made available through the label. They posted it on Bandcamp for free. Because well, it's yeah. like, it's, you know, this thing that no one has anymore. Because it's 94 or 93 or something. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe earlier. But uh, it's also on the CD that's called Played Out, which is kind of like... A posthumous collection of all of their stuff that was available oh, at the time, and that's where I first the first thing I picked up was because uh, their tapes were kind of out of print by that point. So yeah, this is this really awesome compilation of their uh, songs, and this one's called Duck Duck Goose. Right on. Like a Matterwood. I'm not a hood, but a scholar. Give a holler. Giving good value for your entertainment dollar. I'm not a bar brawler. Instead, I'm peaceful. Damn, is my flow not an earful? You'll be fearful. So steer full on as I flow on. Hey, boys, let's get the show on the road. We need a sign that says wide load. Cause the bass is fat. Coming straight from my abode. Not the abdomen. I'm hitting hard cause I'm not gentle, Ben. So, gentlemen, should I say my name again? I'm Rod, not Butchers, Boutros. I'm wrecking shop like my name is Mr. Futros. Now all the kids are throwing nuts and bolts around, but just sit back and listen to the sound of my voice as it carries to your ear. Quit telling me to rap like Chris Magic Como. My name's not Domonique, but I could bake a cake like strawberry shortcake. A freak like an Amazon woman on the moon. I can name that tune until noon. I'm gonna end soon. Boom. I got more wares. My style is heavy on the bottom like Pears, but sweet like fruit bottom yogurt stand too close to the speaker you get your ears hurt duck, duck, duck. 
14 years old, cut me open, count the rings. I bring big new shit like Crosby Six. So spread those chicken wings wide and make like Charlie. I hardly saw the angels, but I write like Farley. Mow it, so back a motherfucker, cause I show. Slick like the love boat, but poor, so I gotta grow. Just as entertaining as watching the 18. Step up only to deal with the rhyme machine that scheme. Yes, perpetual like my man Hannibal. Give him so much heat that I make water flammable. That was some local content uh, from Brandon Manitoba from Fresh, and I honestly have no clue what Duck Duck Goose has to do with anything. But I really, I really like the song, <laughs> and it's good that it's cool that Duck came up because I haven't actually had a chance. To, I don't think we played them at all on the show. Nice. We played individual. I mean, I, we definitely played it. Pips get, Pips has been on the show three times already. Yeah. And then we played a bunch of his stuff. And McEnroe, I played him a few weeks ago. But like, yeah, the actual Farm Fresh, Farm Fresh. Yeah. I don't think they've been on there. So it's cool. It's cool. It's like definitely um, that kind of local peanuts and corn stuff is yeah. was huge for me when I was at late teens I guess yeah like I got really into it and started going to rap shows all the time and stuff and I haven't been to a rap show in forever but uh yeah, yeah. it was like a, a period where it was the thing yeah. oh yeah well you know early 90s mid 90s that was everything and yeah. uh I was just saying like being older I, I never really got to appreciate rap for what it was and now that I am older I'm going back and back cataloging to all the really sweet rap yeah, of that yeah. era and I absolutely love it. So I think that for me, it was like when I first started hearing it, I just kind of dismissed it. Well, they're not playing real instruments, so this is garbage. And then when I, fly, you know, I started having friends who were rap artists, and I real I saw what they were doing to make like put samples together and stuff. It's like you get this is actually just as hard as playing instruments and oh, just as creative absolutely. and just as original and stuff. So yeah, it's a, it's a totally different creative process, yeah. and you know the. The punk mentality of there's no real instruments. Well, yeah. screw this. But uh, no, they're they're incredible. I kind of think that a lot of hip hop is more punk than punk anyway. Absolutely. In, in the sense they're just cobbling things together from like whatever they find, right? Versus here's the same three chords that have been played since 1977 yeah. <laughs> over and over again. Bad Brains is a perfect example. Well, for Bad that. Brains is the best band in the world ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, well, there's no dispute on that. It can't be argued. No, no. <laughs> no. I'm glad really, I brought it up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, no, it's the best band ever. Uh, I, I, I often waffle with which is my favorite band, but Bad Brains is always, like, since I first heard them, they've yeah. been in the top three. Yeah. Forever. Off the top of your head, or the other two? Changes every day. Like, Bad Brains is the one on the only constants. Okay. And, uh, but, yeah, no, anyway, I don't know. I could I talk about Bad Brains too much on the show. I think they always come up. But it is interesting that we're picking all these songs that have sampled drums yes, or like you know digital synthesizers. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, I guess that was played by somebody on a real drum at some point. So 
Yeah, yeah. Sa- drum samples. Yeah. Wait on the line. Yeah. yeah some, somewhere. Some, somewhere, yeah. <laughs> Sample off a record of a record. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so is there, like, do you guys do this full time at this point or is it still a hobby? Uh, full time ish. Okay. Um, so we are going down to, like, I was in LA a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, I brought that snare with me. So. You were, were you there for drum related reasons or just for, like, a, I have a bit of both. So uh, it went from a vacation with uh, my girlfriend. Um, we went actually to see Kesha okay. At, at, okay. at LA Pride. And then we were only supposed to stay the weekend. And then there was a bunch of people that I had kind of contacted, like, I'm going to be down there. I said, oh, well, I'd love to hear something. I'd love to hear something. So then I told Chris, I said, you know, I'm going to extend my stay a little bit. So I stayed an extra four days and I brought that snare drum cool. with me and uh, met up with a few musicians and. Um, a studio and just you know like so here's our newest thing and I came from Winnipeg here's what we're doing and a lot of people absolutely love the sound That's of it cool, so yeah. um, so I did that and then uh, we're going sometime this summer date to be determined yeah, yeah. but uh, we're going to New Jersey uh, meeting with a producer uh, House of Loud okay. which we used to be Whitney Houston's old studio actually oh really That's that he bought cool. out yeah. yeah so we're gonna do that go do that and then make our rounds head up to New York and. We're bringing four snares with us. Just snares? You're just snares, snares yeah. Um, we're trying to, this producer we're meeting with, we're trying to get him to get on board because he's actually the king of the samples. Okay. So when you hear, like, say, like, an all-time lore, a simple plan album these days, like, uh, those drum samples you hear are basically created by one man that just kind of gets hmm. sold. Um, so we're hoping to maybe get in there with one of our snares. Yeah, that'd be neat, yeah. Yeah, we're bringing that guy, so a walnut and a beach, and then we're bringing a stainless steel and a copper snare. So uh, we're hoping to make some rounds, and we're going to be hitting up New York and Toronto, and then come home. So it's uh, is that is that the main way you have to do it? Just going going to places and kind of hitting up as many people as you can when you're there, or I like to. Yeah, I really believe FaceTime is important. Um, If you put in the FaceTime with people, and instead of just you know, oh Facebook Messenger, blah 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 blah, blah, and here's what we do. And you make an effort and show that you are professional because a lot of people look at us like, oh, I mean, I'm, I'll be 25 next week. Chris is almost 31 and it's like, they're just kids. Right. They kind of think, oh, it's the same thing I'm thinking about a hundred year old guys in the building. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's like, uh, kids that make germs in Winnipeg out of their home. Yeah. Where's Winnipeg? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. how legit is this? And when yeah. you show that, that you are professional. Yeah. You actually show up with the merchandise. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I, I think it's a very important business okay. tactic. So I like to. It obviously doesn't always work out that way. Yeah. But uh, I do what I can. Are there um, like trade show type things you can like for for instrument makers or whatever drum makers are actually called? <laughs> yeah. There's got to be a word. I'm super interested yeah. now. I'm gonna go look that up. Yeah. Um, yeah. The one we were going, we wanted to get to this past January. We didn't. Uh, it's called Nam. Okay. Um, and it's in Anaheim every year. Uh, they do one in January, and then they do a summer one as well. Uh, the the winter one is where all the drum companies and and not just drums, like it's it's the national like music. Okay, like everybody makes everything. Yeah. yeah. So you you buy a booth or you rent a booth. People yeah. walk by and like Trey Cool goes because he's oh, cool. uh, with SJC now. Like he goes in all these big time musicians, drummers, guitar players. So you have someone who might be super famous walking by and potentially yeah. checking out your stuff. Yeah. Exactly. So. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit pricey, and uh, we want to make sure we are, not that we're not confident, but we don't want to, like, fuck up at all. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah well, so, it's a big big thing to be, yeah. Yeah. yeah so and we, a big trip, too, right? Like, to yeah. And everything, yeah. Yeah, so we want to make sure that everything's in order, that we're good to go, we're ready to pitch, we're ready to... Yeah. 
be on our A game. And so we're hoping maybe this next January we, we'd love to go down there. And uh, yeah, that's the big, the big change. Cool. That's, that's all. Hopefully you can do it. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Is there someone that you kind of see as the ideal? I mean, if you could see anyone using your drums, is, do you guys have someone in mind that you like, oh, I wish so-and-so would have, you know, one of our, our snare or something? Is there like a... Patrick Wilson. Okay. Of Weezer. From Weezer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think, I mean, Weezer, Weezer is my favorite band. Okay. There's, there's okay. no better band in the whole wide world. Okay. In, in my opinion. Except for Bad Brains. Except for Bad, yeah. <laughs> so Bad Brains, Weezer. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, I, I'm a, like, I, Patrick Wilson drums like a 60-year-old, just his, the, I hate to use this word, his swagger. Right, right. And just his whole demeanor, and he's always been like that. And, yeah. uh, He's a very intelligent drummer, and that's, I really, he's, he's a one-of-a-kind breed, and uh, for, for any drummer to res- or really respect what we do, I'd love to put a snare drum in front of him and have him play it, and uh, that, that would be the ultimate for me. Cool. Um, yeah. Okay, well, do you have a, another duck song to put here? I have one more, okay. and it's so funny you played a hip-hop song, because my last one's a hip-hop okay. song. So doing my, my duck research, uh, <laughs> I came across uh, a group, a band, called Compton's Most Wanted. Oh yeah, I remember them. <laughs> and uh, their name made me laugh. Yeah, it's uh, a good name. I, yeah. And I was just in LA, so I thought it was fitting. And this song is called Duck Sick. Cool, let's check it out. Back for the payback, black, it came up shoulder. Jay, your ass is out, eight rotor. Another funky rap about your jealous conflict. How you diss CMW, boy, you ain't said shit. Your senses should tell you, kick it, don't be a hero. Equip the whip, it's eight, unlike a zero. I gotta hit ya, or get with ya. Sit down, clown, I commence to paint a picture. Hmm, it's kinda funny, but yet somewhat amazing. Take ya serious, I think about it while I'm blazing. Only then will my reaction show how I chill and let my tempo flow. Too sorry is the name for your rap, no competition. Listen, boy, you need to be slapped. Eight ain't no punk, so learn it quick. Oh, yes, P.S. CMW, and you can get my duck sick. You can get my duck sick. I don't believe it. How the hell did you get on wax? Making demos on your tape deck tracks. You did a show. And I heard it was whack. You tossed out records. They got tossed right back. You got the nerve. Trying to go down like a trooper. And better worse, you go down like King Cooper. So stop your little dissing, saying that I can handle. I put your lights out. You have to rap by candle. Go head up, punk. or sell out. I know you must have heard the word New Jack. I'm not a buster. Always down to bust a record. I party, know what I mean. But I like to self-sucker. I do it for green. So period. End of story. Don't even pour. Me, the chill MC, claim the glory. So that's it. The eight and chill is the shit. Chill. Word. And you can get the duck sick. No, you can get the duck sick. Chill. Get the duck sick. Get the duck sick. Word up. Wait. 
can't hang your bullshit. I'm not a rookie, meaning a beginner. If faking was a sin, you'd be a sinner. Load up my mic and get and start gunning. Fresh off the Compton streets, so start running. You come across like a two-bit sucker. Trying to compare with a hard motherfucker. Punk, they call me eight, so give me respect. I heard you did a show on your mom's tape deck. Fool, you fucked up smooth, trying to diss. A victim of a violent crime on a list. So wake up and smell the bud, little pupils. Trying to go head up, punk, you got no scruples. Conflict, you pick, you sick. You can't fade us, but yo... You can get the ease duck sick. You Yeah. You can get the ease duck sick. School. Now, who got your hip to be a rapper, you sorry jackass? You punk with a snapper. Just take a step back and boy, start peeping. Oh, Nate, chill. She ain't no sleep. Quietus has kept the news to spread like A's. Hip hop, CMW gets paid. Always down to dunk the funk, I clown it down, a weak ass punk, the beef you got the chill, don't mean shit, just a test I have to pass, the show I'm on hit, and the chills I'm hit legit, with the E, I don't quit, quit. I grab a chair and a whip like a line, suck on some taming, pill a cap, a snap on the mic, because I'm gaming, so watch me rip, cause your suckers is on the ego tip, stupid suckers, yo you can get chills, duck sick, you say he get the duck sick yo who want the duck sick man my man unknown man the duck sick man my man DJ Slip want the duck sick word of my mic we be booming on the boards you want the duck sick my DJ ass and my team want the duck sick you guys are sick alright we're back that was a Compton thing according to the album I like the album art though it's pretty cool um yeah, I don't, I don't know too much about those guys, but they, they show up often in, like, you know, books of lists of 90s rap stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah, when I, when I saw that album cover, I was like, I don't know if they're, like, were they legit, like, scary gangsters, or... I don't know, everybody was. Every, yeah, I guess. Like, Compton scares everyone away. Yeah, just the name, you know, just, yeah. it doesn't have to actually be, it could actually be tough. But yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it fits the duck theme, too. Totally so. did, and the hip-hop theme, we were, we were kind of yeah, in we, sync it, with our picks yeah, there. It was, it was, yeah, it's weird. You never, I, you, I really never know. I know I say this a lot on the show, but I have no idea what to expect with picks from people. I mean, it's different, I mean, because you're not in a band, right? You're making drums, but it is related. But I mean, usually when there's a band here or like a solo artist or whatever, yeah. I always have this idea in my head of what they're going to pick. And if it's like a country singer, I had this idea. And never, it's never, ever right. Really? Like, it's almost, there's a few times it'll be like, okay, this guy... Like, I've had punk bands in here, and they just play punk stuff, and that's cool, and rappers will only play rap. But for the most part, people will pull all kinds of crazy shit out because, because of the theme thing. It that's makes, true, yeah. It makes them think a little bit, right? Which is, uh, I kind of like that, so. Yeah, well, it mixes, it mixes shit up, and you, you get a whole diverse feel for everything. Yeah. Because yeah. I, no I had no clue what kind of stuff you were going to pick. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, making well, drums doesn't really lend itself to any particular genre, right? <laughs> that's so, true. It could yeah. be everything. And yeah. I think we covered a pretty good basis. Yeah, pretty good. I'm going to just play something terrible to end it off. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, so before before I do that, though, before I get into a really awful song, um, I'm going to, usually at the end of the show, we kind of tell people where they can find uh, more information about our guests, where they can find more episodes of this show. So let's start with the drums, I guess. Where, where if yeah. someone, you know is a drummer or just wants to see what you guys are doing, what's the best way to, to check it out? Uh, the best way right now, uh, we our, our actual website is under construction, so the best way is to find us on Facebook. Okay. So Dead Dog Drums, we've got a full page. We post uh, everything as it comes from the beginning stages. You can kind of see how it's oh, cool. created. Um, a lot of updates, stuff like that. So you can find us there. 
and or shoot us an email um so just deaddogdrums at gmail.com okay that's probably the best way and again on instagram so more pictures uh you want to kind of have a better look at our woods and meadows and stuff we do that's a good place to find our pictures cool okay and so if someone actually is interested in like they just email you and talk about the deals that way. Like, is there, yeah. Do you have any kind of form that you fill out or anything? Or no, 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 yeah. no, 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 uh, no contact form. Just okay. shoot us an email. You know, tell us what you're looking for, what you like to hear in a sound, sizes, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, I guess that's important, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we'll go from there. We'll help you. Like, if you seriously have no idea what you want, tell us. I don't know what I want. What sounds awesome? Yeah, this is yeah. give us a slight basis, and we'll yeah, we'll help you make the perfect sounding snare drum. Right on. And then for your podcast, where can people hear that? Oh, my podcast. So you can find us on everything, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, and uh, you can also email us, triplegeekpodcast uh, at gmail.com. Okay. But we do post weekly. Uh, our podcast is up on iTunes. Um, that's probably the best way to find us. Uh, we're on Libsyn as well. Okay. Uh, if you want to... That that's all linked in our in all of our social media platforms. So we post weekly. This week I'm recording tomorrow, episode eight. So cool. uh, that'll be up in the next few days as well. And depending on when this comes out, there might be a few more by then. Too, yeah, right? yeah, so, you never know. Um, yeah, no, that's great. Uh, people should check that out. And I will have links on the actual Witch Police page for this episode to your drums and the podcast. Right too, so on. People can I appreciate check that, out. that. Yeah. And if you want to hear more episodes of this show. Go to wishpolice.com. Uh, there's a podcast button. You hit that. It gives you a list of all the previous 100 and... I guess there'll be 130 something at this point. Amazing. Um, episodes all with all there for free download and streaming. Uh, you can also hear us on the actual radio on Monday nights at 11 on UMFM in Winnipeg or umfm.com if you're not here. And those are just older episodes that kind of get a second life, I guess, a few months later. And uh, people get a chance to hear those again. Uh, we're also on Stitcher Radio. Uh, we're on TuneIn now, which is kind of a cool, cool... It's like just another way people can find it. And we're part of the Garbage Hill Podcast Network, which is uh, just like a loose collective of local podcasts yeah. that are all sort of working together to get each other new listeners. So yeah, that's, that's... garbagehillnetwork.com. You guys should check that out. I don't know yeah, how. you know, Kevin actually sent me the link the other day. So, yeah, I have a lot of friends on there already. Like, yeah. it's probably something we want we want to uh, reach out to probably soon. Yeah, it's so, cool. There's like actually a really good sort of community of local podcasters. There is, yeah. And everyone seems to be into helping each other, like, because no one's making money off any of this, right? Exactly. And there's not really any competition because, like, you know, I'm talking about music, other guys are talking about video games, you're talking about hockey, like, there's yeah. no... But it's all, like, every, yeah, everyone's friends and whatever. It's, Collective intelligence of so many different genres of yeah. everything, and that's that's super neat. And it's all DIY and all Winnipeg, too, which yeah. is really cool, so... Even that's uh, garbagehillnetwork.com. And I'm sure there's other ways you can find us. We're on Facebook and Twitter and all that yeah, stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. Just... Uh, just like everybody else. But uh, I'm going to end things here with, uh, like I said, a kind of shitty song choice. But it fits with that <laughs> thing. I had some other ideas. Actually, I had Duck in the title. And I thought, I don't know if I want to play that. And uh, so I kept thinking about Duck. And actually, just before I left to come here to yeah. record this, I something popped in my head. And I remember that Chuck Berry is famous for doing the duck walk. <laughs> Which is like a little dance he does on stage with the guitar. Yeah. And I was like, you know, Chuck Berry has some great songs, but what is the most ridiculous Chuck Berry song ever? So I'm going to play My Dingling, which <laughs> is the oh absolute God. most ridiculous Chuck Berry song that exists. And uh, it's hilarious that this was like a number one hit for him or whatever, uh, like considering how, how awesome yeah. his previous songs were. So I just figured it's a funny way to go out. So oh. if you feel like listening to the end of the show, here's My Dingling by Chuck Berry. Do it. <laughs> Thanks for having me. We got to do our alma mater, we must do our alma mater. When I was a little bitty boy, my grandmother bought me a cute little toy. 
Silver bells hanging on a string. She told me it was my ding-a-ling-a-ling-o. -a took me to grammar school but I stopped off in the vestibule every time that bell would ring catch me playing with my You know what I heard? I heard, I hear two girls over here singing in harmony. That's all right, honey. This is a free country. Live like you want to live, baby. Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna knock it, darling. Mm-mm. Yeah, freedom. Yes, sir. There's one guy right over here singing mine, too. That's all right, brother. Yes, sir. You got a right, baby. Ain't nobody gonna bother you. Tell you. Once I was climbing the garden wall, I slipped and had a terrible fall. I fell so hard I heard bells ring, but held on to my dedicate this verse to those who will not sing. Yes, sir. Mmm, this here song, it ain't so sad. The cutest little song you ever had. Those of you who will not sing, you must be playing with your own ding Yeah. 